Hey, Skittlebuds. Have you ever conversed with someone and they were talking to you with the limitations of an artificially intelligent avatar? Some people have gotten complacent and sound like they self-programmed their vocabulary with words and phrases that are best described as weak, redundant, or just empty. Make original proclamations, expand your vocabulary, and don't parrot what others say. Some words just gotta go. So let's start the new year with a clean out of this linguistic clutter. And while you're at it, buy some books and read more. I promise you'll never open a good novel and come across the word nothing burger. Also, in this episode, we read some of the emails we've received from listeners like you, and we showcase a product of the week that might just get us a little closer to Armageddon. Air in a can. Yes, apparently this is a thing people are trying to sell. Are you ready to do this? We're hanging. This episode is brought to you by Mario's Lawn Care. Spring will be here before you know it. Get your landscaping affairs in order now with Mario's Lawn Care. And by Park Street Books and Toys. Read, play, unplug. Small Town Scuttlebots. Hey, Scuttlebuds, what's going on? How you doing? You feeling good? You ready to have a great day? Or are you wrapping up your day? Are you in the middle of your day? Crushing it? You must be if you're hanging out with us. Because we're are, crushing it. Yeah, things are good. We are crushing it. Yes, too. we are. Let's just jump into it. We sold our tickets out for our live show in 24 hours. We rock. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, though, thank you, listeners, for those who jumped on the tickets. It means a ton to Rick and I that you're so enthusiastic about our live show because we cannot wait. We're so excited. Yeah, one thing I, I like about this is the fact that... Um, we put out a product and just send it off into the ether, mm-hmm. right? It goes on the internet or, you know, through these platforms and people can download them off these apps and it's not a two-way street. It, I mean, with our website, now people can converse with right. us and we can respond. There's a little, little bit of that. But uh, all we know are the numbers. Right. You know, the numbers are nice. The mm-hmm. numbers grow. That's great. But they're just numbers. But these numbers are people. And now we're going to be at a show, and that show is going to involve people. Yes. Upwards of 70 people <laughs> who just said, I'm going to that show, you know, and, and people are buying tickets in pairs and and groups of four. Yep. So there's there's friends that are coming out, and um, I'm pretty excited about that. I feel I good. I am, too. I, feel I can't good. wait. I, I am honestly looking forward to meeting a lot of these people. Yes. Afterward. Yep. And, of course, we have friends who support the show, and we... So appreciate that. But there's a bunch of folks that purchase tickets that I, I know aren't part of our personal circles. So I can't wait to meet those folks and hear their feedback on the show. This is a good good, good spot for me to shit on my friends. <laughs> <laughs> on one hand, if you have 70 tickets, which, by the way, 70, mm-hmm. a room of an art gallery for 70 is not a huge audience, but it's not a small audience. Right. This is going to be a very intimate, get-to-know-you kind of 
cozy yes. environment. And I think it's perfect. You know, you could be in a theater, but you'd be up in the balcony in Section J, row yeah. 14. It's, it's like not a, a great experience. Yeah. We are going to be surrounded. We are a, a, The stage will be like a peninsula with, mm-hmm. with people all around us. And we're going to be together. We're going to be hanging out. And we're going to be taking people's grievances on stage that they can submit real time and we'll talk about it. it it's going to be fun. I think the energy energy is going to be palpable, as mm-hmm. they say. Yeah. <laughs> now, one thing I was going to do, and I did do, is uh, I am going to just do the marketing, or we are going to do the marketing without twisting our friend's arms. Hey, yeah. you know, you got to go to the show. Come, come on. I'm not doing that. I'm not doing nope. that. I'm 46 and a half. I hate self-promotion. <laughs> I'm not going to be the guy. You know, like it's like the mom with the Tupperware party. You right. don't want to go. No. If you wanted to go, you'd RSVP the day you got the email. Well, that's why we threw it out there on our socials and what have you and Mm -hmm. just let the ticket sales kind of fall where they did. That's right. No one got special treatment. It's like if you're one of my buddies, my inside buddies, and you didn't get a ticket, I'm sorry. You didn't get a ticket because you thought, oh, I'll just get a ticket. Like, you know, we'll put it off. You put it off. and It's too late, man. Now you're just going to have a major case of FOMO. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I'm actually thinking that um, for us and for the show and just for for um, the authenticity, mm-hmm. the audience, as I've looked through the list of the people that bought these tickets, I don't personally know most of them. Me either. Don't know these people. Yeah. So these are these are the people I want to meet, you know? Like, I already know my friends, you know? Right. And I'm going to a birthday party this weekend with, like, 80 people, and I'm going to shit on all of them. <laughs> <laughs> You missed out. Oh, I know. It's, it's going to be a conversation. It's like, oh, yeah, I want to go to that show. It's, it's too fucking Sorry. bad. You have to wait for the fall show. I think we should do two a year, maybe. Yeah, I think we could handle that. I, I think that would be nice. And not wear out our welcome with our audience. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's not going to be a weekly show. Right, right, right. But I think every six months, a spring show and a fall show yeah. or something could be fun. Right. And again, hey, listeners, if you agree or disagree, let us know. That's right. We're, we're here for you. Yeah, we don't want to <laughs> oversaturate the already you know, amazing entertainment right. scene in, in this part of Massachusetts. We're not looking to jump the shark anytime soon. That's right. <laughs> well, we're starting off so positive, and that's not usually my style is. So can right. I, so can let's I, bring it back to, to the negative Nelly. <laughs> yeah, I wanna, wanna, can I give you a little dose of reality? Please. This is a personal uh, small town story that I experienced, and I wanted to share it really quick before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of the show, because... It was an example of two people having completely different perspectives on the same exact shared experience. Mm. And it's hilarious. (laughs) I was driving home in my car. And I'm coming around a turn to paint the picture for you. You're you're coming around a turn and the turn kind of goes, starts inclining Mm -hmm. up a short hill. And across midway of that hill, across the street is a... A uh, new rail trail that we have. Oh, yes. And it, it abuts our property. Our, our na- Well, not our property, but our neighborhood, mm-hmm. right? So I'm just beyond this uh, rail trail crossing is the right turn into my neighborhood. So I'm coming around the turn, mm-hmm. which is downhill turn, then going up. I downshift my car. The downshift of my car ups the RPMs, mm-hmm. which makes the engine kind of growl a little bit. My wife thinks it's aggressive, but she doesn't know what a cool car can do. <laughs> I'm like, it sounds pretty. I like the sound of this. It goes, right? As I was doing that, taking and downshifting to bring my car to about 20 miles an hour, mm-hmm. 
right from the 35 that I was doing. So I'm almost cutting my speed in half, clear, clearly visibly slowing it down. Why? Well, I'm going around a turn going up a hill, but also ahead of me crossing the rail trail were two women on horses. Oh, yeah. It's a quaint sight. You're in the suburbs. You know what? Folks, this is the first time Liz is hearing this, and she just totally read my mind. That's where I <laughs> yeah, was. That was my, I would love to see that. <laughs> yes. Now, I, I talk about, and not, not in a bragging manner, but in ex, just, it is what it is, explaining manner. This is an, an affluent community. Seeing horses, and we talk, we make fun of the dog shit in the bags. <laughs> yeah. What's worse than that is horse, horse shit horse. on your street. Do you guys yep. have that problem in your small town? Because <laughs> I have it right in my, like, hey, clean up your horse shit. Right. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Here's the deal. Two people on horses. One was two-thirds across. The other one was in the middle. And I'm coming up. Now I'm doing about 15 miles mm -hmm. an hour with uh, 100 yards of space, a whole football field length. And I'm doing 15 miles an hour. And I get up. And I've, I'm thinking what you're thinking. Wow, the timing. You know, mm -hmm. I love horses. Like the kid in me was like, horses. Yes. So as I'm driving up with a big smile on my face... I go to extend my hand and give her a wave. That's she nice. turns around and gives me the middle finger. No. <laughs> yeah. Yes. She gives me the middle finger, but because her middle finger was about a half second before the presentation of which I was already, you know, engaging mm -hmm. with the wave, her middle finger and that resting bitch face that she was giving me turned into a smile and a wave oh. instantly. <laughs> She's like, whoops, I read this wrong. What prompted the middle finger? Was it the sound of your car? Did she feel like that was like... Well, I did some posts, you know, Monday morning quarterbacking mm -hmm. of that because I'm like, why did she do that? Why did she do that? Why would she give... She's on a horse. <laughs> Isn't this your happy place? Right. Now, I feel like, well, people tend to act maybe a little erratically when they feel threatened. Yes. And I thought, she's on a horse. She's on an animal with four stick legs, mm -hmm. and I'm in a low-riding automobile that just went yeah. about 200 yards away, and I'm crawling up slowly, which I would assume indicates, yes, I see you, and I'm acknowledging you. Mm -hmm. What do you want me to do? Stop my car? Come to a stop <laughs> as you ole across the street? <laughs> From 150 yards? I don't think that was necessary. No. But I wasn't, you know, riding her ass or anything like that. Mm -hmm. My assumption, if I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt, mm -hmm. is she interpreted the sound of your engine as you making like an aggressive move. She's on a horse, which yeah. could be a skittish animal. Mm -hmm. So she's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, yeah. just, you know, yeah. calm down. Yeah. And then... Maybe she thought you were about to give her the finger when she saw your hand raised. Right. But I'm glad that she recognized the error of her gesture and mm -hmm. turned it around. And I bet she reflected on that later, that she made an assumption yeah. in the moment, right? Mm -hmm. Out of like kind of maybe a defensive type of thing, because again, she's on an animal. Yeah. And she was like, oh, you know what? I interpreted that incorrectly. And I'm going to take that life lesson and move forward. <laughs> I, I hope so. I hope so too. I hope. But I, I was like, wow. You know, and it took, you know, I'm, 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 I want to pat myself on the back for not rolling the window down and said, Hey, fuck you and the horse you rode in on, because <laughs> that was the one time in my life where I could say that mm -hmm. and it would apply <laughs> and I just let it go. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. No, I'm with you that my reaction when I 
when you initially saw the women on the horses, I'd have been like, oh, what an idyllic yeah. New England moment. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep, yep. I didn't think entitled bitch on a horse. Right. <laughs> I thought it for about a half a second, and then she gave me the wave. I'm like, ah, ha, I showed you up. Ow. So that's, those are, I would say that's a uh, overreaction Yes. To a small town a problem. Small town a small town problem. problem is we have to share the road with cars when we ride our horses. That's right. The overreaction is, hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> you don't see that in the middle of Boston, right? No, you Unless don't. you're a police officer. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, Should we continue with our grievances here by uh, checking out our listener emails? Okay. Let's do that. All right. So thank you guys for interacting with us on smalltownscuttlebutt.com. We love hearing from you. And we've gotten a handful of listener emails. In the past week, and we can't get to all of them, but we've selected a few that we wanted to highlight today. Mm -hmm. And the first one well, is... Can you just, can you just tell people that if, regardless whether we read it on the air or not, we will get in touch with you personally. Yes. Yes. If it doesn't, if your grievance does not make it on the air, we will get in touch with you personally. And when we say we, I mean Liz. That's, that's your right. thing. That's you, you do that. I don't, I'm not even going to look at these. This is you. <laughs> I love looking at them. I know you do. <laughs> I get I so excited. You check them every lunch break. I do. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. So the first one is from listener Brett, who I think fired off this missive right after he listened to our most recent episode. So, so his subject is why we can't self-govern. Brett says, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Your thoughts, this would be you, Rick, mm -hmm. on dropping $350 a week on groceries and saying you'd pay more so someone else takes the card away for you while you get into your European sports car with a special license plate because the Massachusetts one looks stupid is a ludicrous level ignorance. The Ooh. cart return is the perfect example of people self-governing. There is no reward. There is no punishment. You are either a part of the collective system or you are not. While you look down on Pajama Pants, Stan and uh, Pajama Pants' dad in the bread aisle, I bet he has the common decency to walk a grand total of 25 extra seconds to return his cart to its proper destination so other people can get around the parking lot. Now I know that the ask for you to put things away is a lot. Maybe we can instead have that kid making minimum wage push the cart for you all over the store and carry you back to your sports car, sire. God forbid you get your shoes dirty on the same ground the rest of us walk on. Okay, maybe I'm a little mad. Keep up the good work, Liz. Thanks, <laughs> Brett. <laughs> so, Rick, yeah. your response to Brett basically tearing you a new one over your shopping cart stance. Well, Brett is a selective listener because I do put it in the fucking corrals. <laughs> did, did we miss that part, Brett? I put it in the, I don't have to like it, but I fucking do it. Unless I can pass it off to somebody, remember, I would do, like, yes, hey. Yes, all warmed up. Yep, all warmed up, ready to go, tuned it up, just greased the wheels. I always say something like that, and people always take it with a smile. By the way, I do love the grocery store because something about humanity, people just seem to be really friendly. Like, social, like, in passing, mm -hmm. I, I find myself just being social with people or, or uh, some some grandpa making a dad joke about something. Yeah. Or uh, some someone just in the way and making a joke about, you know, oh, I'm all, uh, you know. It's, right. And it, it's, it, we're all, I feel like we're all experiencing something together. We're, yes. we're here. We kind of want to be we here. We just want to get through with it. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I do like the, that's why I do the grocery shopping because I do enjoy it. But hmm. yeah, um, replay of the tape. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I never said I don't do it. I used to. And then I decided, you know what? I don't have to like it, but this is the way it is, and I'll yep. do it. Now, he says, uh, I'm not mad, but then he ends it, okay, maybe I'm a little mad. <laughs> uh, he also says there's no punishment. Apparently, there is. You get chastised 
by your listener right. telling you you're a piece of shit for not wanting to do that thing that you're doing anyway. So I feel, begrudgingly, yeah. So <laughs> I don't, see. I don't like that grievance, but but you know what? Though? But keep them coming, listeners. <laughs> yes, yes. But I do like the fact that you took a moment to give us the feedback. I don't mm-hmm. have to like the feedback. But I do appreciate no. the feed. You know what I mean? Like we were uh, opening up a dialogue. You gave your perspective. He gave his perspective. Your pers- whatever. It's a dialogue, yeah. right? Yep. All right. Next is from Tom, who says, "I was inspired to finally start listening when I saw your ad in the Hometown Weekly front page above the fold." People. Yeah. No kidding. So, so, nice. so if you're not from our little town of twelve thousand, we have a little Hometown Weekly newspaper. Everyone gets it, whether you want it or not. It's coming in your mailbox. And it's on newsstands all around town. Mm-hmm. And Liz, we got our photo and a whole headline above the fold. Like, yes. we are front page news. I know. That yes. was wild. So Tom says he loved the first show of 2023 and the top 10 lists. I wanted to highlight and expand on Liz's number two pet peeve about people. People who send emails without subjects. Agree. Very annoying and lazy. But in my opinion, the ultimate douche is the person who sends the entire email in the subject line with no body copy. <laughs> I totally agree, Tom. I totally agree. What? But, oh, it's a thing. It's oh, a thing. Oh, I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. You know what? I I used to do this sometimes, so maybe I'm a douche. Um, you know the acronym EOM? Oh, I was just going to say, yes. People at my company, they'll put like three sentences in a subject line, then put EOM, end of message. Yeah. And indicating you- I don't have to open the email because you've communicated 11 things to me in a subject line. <laughs> that's, a, that's a time saver. I love it. If you I do? Yes. Hate if, it. If I got it's basically, it's texting you, through the email format. I guess, but that's what like Teams chat is for. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> All right, so you, you, I agree with Tom. Okay. You disagree with us. Well, I, so. I, I, I like anything that cuts down on time. So mm-hmm. if you if you gave me the courtesy, end a message, there's nothing else to see, I saved you a click, I'm like, cool. No, well, Tom is giving us an example here that I that I like. He yes. says, besides being annoying and lazy, it's almost always a useless message that goes something like this. Subject, hey, Tom, this is Bill. Please give me a call at 781-555-1234 as soon as you can. Thanks. Hey, Bill, dickhead, I know who you are. Your fucking name is in your email address. And, Bill, we've worked together for 10 years. I know your phone number. Also, Bill, you have my phone number. Call me. Tell me you've gotten those emails or maybe I'm just crazy. You're not, Tom. Yeah. Love the show. Looking forward to listening in 2023. See you at Zulo. P.S. There's no way to put a subject line on this email from your website, LOL. <laughs> Touche, Tom. That's funny. <laughs> so, all right. I love that people are identifying mm-hmm. with, you know, our grievances or our perspectives and opinions, whether they agree with them or disagree with them. And, yep. you know, yep. bringing us additional things to talk about. So, moving on. From listener Mark. Hey guys, love the show. Your frustration with grocery stores slowly making us work there is legit. First, it was the self-checkout lines. Then it was shopping cart corrals. Next, it's going to be to help unload the delivery truck if you want the eggs in the back. Also, Rick, (laughs) I like your quote, fight the power attitude about parking your car in the all self-important reserved spots for people who have energy efficient vehicles. The irony of having other people further pollute the air by making them continue driving up and down the lot is solid. Wish I could go to your live show. Oh, I wish you could too, Mark. Yeah, Mark. Hmm. See, now that one was an eloquent, wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Anytime you agree with me. Right. You know, <laughs> it's all wonderful. Thanks, Mark. You're Rick's new favorite listener. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, you know, there's a yin and yang here. Right. That's good. That's all right. fine. Okay. All right. Last one is from Kim. All right. She's got a question for me. I have a question for Liz. After hearing your top 10, which boils down to, quote, you can't stand slow moving people. True. <laughs> Have you ever been to or plan to go to Disney with your family? I'm on the fence. 
hate the lines, hate the crowds of tourists, hate Central Florida, husband wants to take the kids, I'm on the fence, what's your take? Ooh, I like it. Don't be a fool, Kim. Don't go to Disney. <laughs> oh, Give really? your kids a real vacation. I have been there uh-huh. as, a, as a kid. Yeah. My parents did not take me, though. Yeah. My grandfather and his wife lived in Florida, and I flew down there, like, I think the summer between 7th and 8th grade, mm-hmm. and visited them, and they took me to Disney. Okay. And then in high school, I went with my show choir group, and so my parents did not have to get involved in yeah. any Disney-related vacations. Uh-huh. I will not take my family there for all of the reasons that Kim has outlined here, mm-hmm. plus... I have a family of five. If yeah. we are going to have a reasonable Disney vacation, that's what, ten to $12,000? Yeah. You know what I can do with that money? I can take my kids to Tuscany for three weeks and rent a villa and give them a real cultural experience and not one that was manufactured by corporate America. Fuck yeah. you, Walt Disney. Yes, Liz. <laughs> I'm going to Kim, cut. I'm so glad you asked because my blood boils. At the thought of Disney World, and I've had people say to me mm-hmm. who love Disney, because I know it's a very, like, you love it, you don't love it, whatever. Yeah. I have people say to me, I'll plan your vacation for you. Like, you won't have mm-hmm. to do anything. I love it. Like, don't waste your time. Yeah. We're not going. Yeah. Ever. Never. So, yeah. Kim, save your money. Give your kids a real cultural experience. Yeah. I feel like there's two camps here. There's mm-hmm. the family that goes to Disney four times, and there's the family like yours and mine that's like, uh, how about never? Yes. <laughs> yes. Know? And we know people who go every year. Yeah. Which yeah. is bonkers to me. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, it's a, and I, I feel like I don't even like to vacation in the same spot again. Like I've, yeah. been, I've been to the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. I've been to Aruba. I've been now I feel like, okay, bad example because a Caribbean Island is a Caribbean Island as far as I'm concerned. Sand, mm-hmm. palm trees. Ocean. It's kind of like when I hike up in New Hampshire. It's like 48 peaks or above 4,000 feet. Cool. When you get to the top, you're either going to get the same view as you always do or you're not going to get a view because it didn't even get right. above a tree line. I got to go somewhere else. So I'm going to go hit the Rockies. I'm mm-hmm. going to go do the West Coast. Now I'm seeing different things. I hiked a volcano in Costa Rica. It was pretty cool. Wow. Like, different experience. Yeah. Going to the same place, doing the same thing. And, and you know what? I'm not knocking people that go, but... They seem to have fun. I was just going to say, I I understand they're going back because they enjoy it and they're having fun and whatnot. I I don't understand it, though. It's just not for me. And it's not for my kids because I said so. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. So that wraps up our listener emails. Thank you guys for interacting with us and Mm -hmm. keep them coming. Yeah, that's great. I I love that we are now interacting Mm -hmm. with people as designed. That's what we're doing on the show. We're trying to grow, be better. That's right. Go to our website, smalltownscuttlebutt.com, and um, send us your grievance or whatever you want to talk about. Yeah. And if we think it's show-worthy, we'll bring it up. If not, you know, we'll give you a nice, well, Liz, we'll give you a nice <laughs> courteous, uh, courteous response. <laughs> All right. I have a product of the week where I um, should go put a helmet on because oh I'm on the verge of smashing my head against the concrete floor in the studio in absolute frustration but I am saved by the fact that I read some product reviews and I'm not alone okay. in, in this frustration. Okay, so I'm sitting on the couch. Wife is watching TV. I'm like begrudgingly watching it with her. It was Shark Tank. Mm-hmm. And they were pitching this product that someone bought. It was, oh. and I shit you not, Boost Oxygen. It is canned oxygen. The I'm waving my hand Hmm. In the air, you know, you know what I'm moving around. Oxygen, oxygen, mostly hydrogen, but there's oxygen in there. That's what we breathe and. and so, 
I have a water bottle here. Yeah. Once I finish my water bottle mm-hmm. and it's empty and I put the cap back on, guess what I have? <laughs> you have air. <laughs> that's you right. Have air. <laughs> Is it like souped up oxygen that's supposed to like, uh, you know, I don't know, give you more energy or something like that? Well, l- let me read to okay. you. I'll read to you uh, this, this just... <laughs> <laughs> You're like incensed right now. I'm hyperventilating. <laughs> I need some oxygen. I need to probably take. Just looking at it makes me go. <gasps> um, do you remember we talked about the movie uh, Spaceballs? Mm-hmm. I think an episode or two ago, there was a scene in there where you know the natural resource on this planet that was you know depleting was air, mm-hmm. and um, the king of Druidia. <laughs> reached into his drawer and pulled out a can of, not Perrier, but a can that looked like it called Perrier. And he opened it and he just went, (laughs) air. Like it was like this great product. Mm -hmm. He was breathing pure, clean air. And it was funny. This is a Mel Brooks movie. And he's satirically making fun of the fact like we buy bottled water. Like that's where we are. In 1986, the movie came out. We're buying water. What's next? We're going to buy air? Mm-hmm. Yep. You nailed it. We are. It is 2023 and we're buying fucking air. All right. So talk to me about the benefits of this canned air. Okay. Well, here's just a quick little uh, intro here. Boost Oxygen appeared on the hit ABC show Shark Tank in October of 2019. So I saw a rerun. And got a million dollar deal with Mr. Wonderful Kevin O'Leary. It was one of the largest deals in Shark Tank history and helped make Boost Oxygen a worldwide brand name. Shark Tank also featured Boost Oxygen with a company update that aired in May 2021. Oh, maybe that's what I saw. Anyway, here's their story. Our motto has always been, quote, help is here. This defines both our oxygen product and our commitment to customer service and satisfaction. Supplemental oxygen simply helps. It can be used for a wide range of applications from sport to seniors to pilots to climbers to truckers to partiers and to many more people for many different reasons. Boost Oxygen makes oxygen available anytime, anywhere, to anyone in a safe and trustworthy fashion. I shit you not. That's their anytime, fucking story on anywhere. Yeah. I mean... Like right now, I'm, I'm breathing. I mean, it's the oxygen is always here for me. <laughs> Liz, you never know when you're going to walk into a vacuum. Okay? Oh my god! <laughs> and I would think anybody who needs more oxygen also needs medical attention. Yes. So perhaps call a paramedic. Yeah. Uh, this is bizarre. Yep. Yep. Well, <laughs> oh I god. I had to dig in because sometimes the first thing I do is I self check. Mm. Am I losing my shit? Am I becoming old man Rick? You know, oh, these kids these days, you know, like, stop, hit pause, yeah, dig in. So I went to Reddit. Here's some reviews. There were just two of them. Uh, and I love Nina. Nina 200 says, this is Spaceballs level <laughs> nonsense. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> Nina. <laughs> I like spirit. <laughs> she's, she's a Gen Xer. Mm-hmm. We'd probably be best friends. I wish he lived in my neighborhood. <laughs> uh the White Crow says, I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. We live in the timeline where Spaceballs is a documentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's so, amazing. Yep. So uh, I was, I, I feel validated. I guess you can sell anyone anything. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, for the Scuttlebuds, I went out and I 
bought this. I went out this morning. I said, give me your Starbucks order. And I'm going to, and this is why I had to go out because I had to buy it. Where did you find it? Well, I've seen it. I've seen that this is, this has been months and months of me racking my brain because I see it at the checkout at the grocery store. Oh, okay. And every time I see it, there's like a string of like nine of them and there's no, like they're all always there. Okay. Like they're fully either, stocked. Fully stocked. Like no one's buying them, right? Mm-hmm. And I went to go get it. I didn't realize, how much do you think this cost? It's air. It's air. It's uh, it's air. And Look at that fancy packaging. I'm guessing it was what? Uh, oxygen, which I can get for free, three ninety nine. No, eight ninety nine. Stop. Yeah, three times more than what you said. <laughs> so this better be the best goddamn mm-hmm. oxygen in the world. Now I don't know if like uh, how do you feel about trying this product? No, you don't want to. I don't. You don't. Not- don't need it. Well, I bought it. <laughs> I'm gonna try okay. it. Okay. All right. Let's see. If you drop dead. Is Leslie well, home? Well, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. O2 Energy Boost, it says. Okay. It says it's got 61 second inhalations, 95% pure. Hmm. What else what is are, in Yeah, it? what's the 5% unpure? Uh, oh, I guess the flavor, peppermint. Oh, okay. Pe- I'm, so let me breathe some peppermint air and let's see if it helps All right. me. Yeah. You feel nothing. No. All right. No, I'm Let's still. Maybe it's like a. It's a slow burn. Let's see. I'm still here. Just. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I feel stupider for doing this. I feel. I feel dumber. Well, I think you just proved your point, right? It's a dumb product that you don't need. You actually tried it and realized <laughs> you really don't need it. <laughs> I fancy myself as a backpacker. Mm-hmm. I've been. Yes. I've been. Yeah. Uh, I, I've personally experienced that when you get above around. 9,000 feet, mm-hmm. you, uh, well, I experience uh, shortness of breath, mm-hmm. definitely more breaks. Yep. Uh, and also that tinge just enough to, it doesn't go away, but it's not pounding, but a, a mild headache. Yep. It just stays with me for two or three days as I'm in the alpine zone, nine mm-hmm. plus, nine to 13 is where I've been. And, you know, I don't. Would you take that with you? On your next no, yeah. no, no. Anyway. Listeners, is, don't be fooled. This is stupid. <laughs> Scuttlebuds. Hey, guys. Did your wife just tell you she's going out with her girlfriends for dinner tonight? Well, speaking from personal experience, she probably already told you this and even wrote it on that calendar that you never look at, but you still feel caught off guard, don't you? So it's time to take care of business and provide dinner for the kids. What are you going to do for them? Dazzle them with your culinary skills and present them with a lobster thermidor? Oh, hell no. They won't even eat that. How long have you been a dad? I'm surprised you even considered the idea. It's time to get real, man. It's time to get Royal Pizza. Their dough is made fresh several times a day, and their sauces and dressings are made fresh daily in-store, not prepackaged, and they use only 100% real cheese. So order by phone or online and leave the cooking to Royal Pizza. There's so many forms of art, like painting and sculpture, literature, architecture, cinema, music, and theater. They're all fascinating, but totally not helpful when your life is in danger. If you're feeling threatened by someone, are you going to defend yourself with a paintbrush? Are you going to play a tune on a fiddle to get your way out of that precarious situation? No. 
you're going to dig deep down for that other form of art. I'm talking about martial arts. Now unleash the fury and send the bad guys home nursing their injuries you've inflicted upon them because they messed with the wrong artist. Get training today with Perez Martial Arts. Students will learn the necessary skill sets to protect themselves. Perez Martial Arts stands behind their realistic and practical approach and are confident it will enable every member to achieve greatness and live their best life. All right, well, let's move on to the uh, the theme of the show, um, always trying to improve ourselves, but also keeping an eye on society. Right. And uh, I'm, I'm anti-lemming, you know. <laughs> when I hear something for the first time, I'm, I, I either go, ugh, that was gross. That's not, <laughs> nothing burger. <laughs> I don't. I've never heard that word. You've never heard nothing burger. No. Well, you hang out with more intellectually stimulating people than I do because <laughs> I've heard or read this is nothing. This is a nothing burger. What does that mean? It means it's a much ado about nothing. Okay. Okay. This is just bluster, smoke mirrors. It's nothing. It's not worth our time discussing. Okay. This is stupid. Where does the burger fit? One in? could That's say odd. <laughs> this boost oxygen mm. is a nothing okay. burger. Okay. For example. Thank you for putting it into context for yeah. me. <laughs> now, did I sound really? Who said? What? What's more stupid, the boost oxygen or the person who says this is a nothing burger? Person who says nothing, bro. That was a double whammy of stupidity right there. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to punch myself in the face after the show. So I hate that. But sometimes I hear something pretty witty, but I've heard it 18,000 times by <laughs> lesser intelligent people that try to sound intelligent. And it's just now it's just a cliche. And, mm-hmm. Right. So I feel like we need to push back, Liz, on some of these things. And uh, I did a little internet, you know, Googling. Oh. And um, CNN just came out with a great list of words. They're, they're on the same page as us. They're like, uh, we're getting sick of some words and terms mm-hmm. that people are using. Can we stop using it? And they came up with a short list. Oh. So uh, you and I did some homework. We came up yes. with a short list as well. But it's the genesis of the ideas from, from this article. Goat. Inflection point and quiet quitting should be banished, annual list says. I agree. I read that same article. Yep. I agree. I don't I don't know what uh, inflection point is. Do you know what that means? It's like a turning point, basically, like um a miles a significant milestone. Okay. Like us getting our website up and yes. up and running is an inflection <laughs> point. Well I will n- I will never use that term. Uh, goat, I feel like uh, it, it, it came about with Tom Brady. Yep. And it, there can only be one. If you're the greatest of all time and it's already been decided that it's Tom Brady, if you're using the term goat or having a conversation about who's the goat and Tom Brady is not being declared as that goat, you are rehashing a conversation that already began and ended long ago. It is over. I think the term also applied to Simone Biles. They said that she was the goat of women's gymnastics. See, that's what we're doing. We're, we're breaking it down. Mm-hmm. There's one greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. But greatest and, what? Nah. Nope. <laughs> Just the greatest. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. He's greater. Tom Brady's achievements next to Simone Biles' achievements. I'm sorry, Simone. You're not the greatest. <laughs> Michael Jordan, you're fucking awesome. I love you, man. Not the greatest. It's Tom Brady. It, that, that's... Uh, I don't even think it's up for debate. Everyone knows he's this. This is very unlike. He's very unlikable to me. So why? Because he uh, put football before his wife and kids. I mean, that wasn't great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, it's a little it's a little disappointing. <laughs> yes. Anyway. Yes. Okay. But no, totally on board with the CNN list. And you know, Rick, you I know you used to work in corporate America. The whole there's a whole separate language, almost, if mm-hmm. you will, mm-hmm. in corporate America, which I'm sure you recall, like all these corporate jargon and buzzwords that have permeated corporate America and have just really become a way of life and a way of speaking where really at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. So corporate jargon is defined as a type of language used by business professionals. Corporate jargon refers to terms, phrases, or acronyms used in place of clearly understood phrases. Mm -hmm. So by definition, it's bullshit. (laughs) And there was, I actually, I read this. I thought this was really funny. There was a poll taken by the Society of Human Resources Management. Ooh. Bet they're wild. Yeah. (laughs) Found that 86% of U.S. employees surveyed acknowledged using corporate buzzwords and 33% of those people admitted to not always knowing what the words or phrases mean. So they're just using these words thinking that it's helping them sound smarter or, you know, because that's what they have to do to kind of be part of the group. It can be very... It lacks inclusivity, you know, if you're throwing all these words around that people don't understand and they, mm-hmm. then they don't feel like they're part of the culture. Mm-hmm. It's pretty, it's, it's pretty wacky. Yeah. And in one meeting, so that I had yesterday, I decided to keep track of all the buzzwords <laughs> that were used during this 50 minute conversation. Awesome. Candidly, some of them were used by me. Okay. So, <laughs> circle back. Yeah. Deep dive. Touch base. Learnings. Hard stop. Scalable. And data-driven. So, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven buzzwords in a 50-minute meeting. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I would push back on scalable. I feel like Mm. scale is a legit business. uh, I feel like I just hear it all the time. (laughs) Yeah. How do we make this scalable? How do we make this scalable? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a uh, business-driven initiative. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. (laughs) Uh, But the other ones, you know, circling back and data point. All that's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. So. Yeah. So that was just in one meeting. I mean, Mm -hmm. I could do that all day long. Oh, sure. Sure. (laughs) Another thing I read uh, said the companies who are trying to cut down on this use of corporate jargon, Mm -hmm. they give their employees like these yellow flashcards. So if they're in a meeting and someone uses a word, someone like holds up the flashcard to like call them out on it. Because there seems to be an active um, initiative to to reduce the use of these buzzwords. Because again, they don't they don't really mean anything. And you're using maybe 11 words when three would do. Yeah. And it kind of, it comes from the top. So in fact, Warren Buffett uses a technique um, at his shareholder meetings where he explains his method of communication that he uses is to be understood by his two sisters who are not active in business. So he communicates in a very clear and direct way, not in a, you know, Harvard MBA, blah, 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 mm-hmm. efficient, data-driven, scalable, touch point, inflection point type of way. Yeah. So, yeah. Rick, I, again, I know you started off in corporate America, where I'm sure you're familiar with a lot of these buzzwords, but... I worked for the world's largest mutual fund company where these buzzwords and, and um, acronyms were invented. Mm. In fact, we had a, a, a directory of... Oh. An acronym directory. <laughs> well, financial services, the acronyms... There's no end to them. No. It's, it's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Yep. yep. So I want to And they're to clever, see... by the way, because they are actual, they make them words yes. whenever they can. Like, oh, God. Yeah. You know? If, yes. And the, your former employer is famous for doing that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. 
So I wanted to see if you knew the definition of a handful of these buzzwords because they have evolved over time. There's new ones coming out every yeah. year. Okay, I, I'm I'm 15 years out of the game. So, so let's hit, see. Hit me up. All right. Open the kimono. Open the kimono. Mm-hmm. Okay, that is. Let's see what we got. This would be. Uh, it's, hmm. Is this a synonym for let's unpack this? <laughs> Which I hate. So, uh, somewhat. It's like you know, you're. I feel like you're not sharing all the information that you have. Open, open the ooh, kimono on ooh, this. Ooh. Okay. Which, true North. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> uh, true North would would insinuate that. Um, we're going in one direction, but we need to make some adjustments to really get to our finish line. I think we're we're a little bit off, and we need to realign. Not exactly. So I will, I'll use it in a sentence. Yeah, okay. So our revised corporate mission statement more accurately reflects our true north. So it's like your mission, basically. Yeah, missions. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. But what's, what's, why would you have to say that? You don't. You don't. You can just say mission. Yeah, because I just feel like, uh, are we, did we go askew? Are we off, off our path? Is that what, you know? Yeah, no, it's, no, it's not, it doesn't even have to be as a result of deviating from your path. It's just Mm -hmm. your mission. Okay. Stupid. Agreed. All right. (laughs) Socialize. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Say hi to people uh, when you get a coffee in the break room. Eh. Hey, you know what? Uh, (laughs) Be a gopher and pop your head up out of your cube once in a while there, nerd. Eh. Use it in a sentence. Um, <laughs> let's socialize this deck before we share it with executive leadership. All right. So we... Uh, we are basically sending like this presentation, let's say, for example, mm-hmm. to our internal stakeholders for review and input before we share it with senior leadership. We're socializing it. That's called socializing it? It is. Let's socialize this before. Yeah. yeah. That's a misuse okay. of the word socialize. Okay. If you look up the word socialize in a dictionary, I gave you... Yeah, the, the accurate actual, one. The accurate, Correct. But we're now changing. You know, words evolve, you know, but uh, this one, no, no, stupid. Yeah. Instead of just saying, like, let's share it. Yeah. For feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because that's mm-hmm. exactly what you're doing. Get right. to the, you know, there's a book called The Art of Writing. Mm-hmm. Are you familiar with it? Yes. It's by E.B. White and his professor uh, Strunk, I believe his name, from Cornell. I feel like everyone in corporate America should have this mm-hmm. book and, and reacquaint themselves with yeah. Just the basics of get to the written point. communication. Clearly. Yes. yes. Yeah. So next is bleeding edge. Bleeding edge. I am stumped. Bleeding edge. I will give you a hint that there is there was already a term in existence for this, but now there's a new term. Just because I guess the old term got boring. Bleeding edge. Oh, I feel like uh you know, sometimes if I'm watching Jeopardy with my wife, and mm-hmm. I and I've, I I want to say an answer, but I don't want my wife to witness me <laughs> saying something really stupid. So I just go, nope. You know, I'm not even gonna try. I'm not yep. gonna try on this one. I, I, I'm stumped. It basically used to be known as cutting edge. So you know, bleeding edge technology, which I feel like I don't know why you would change from cutting to bleeding. I don't just. It's unnecessary. It totally. It's a little violent too. <laughs> it is. It is. So that one again, stupid. Yep. All right, moving the goalposts. There's an expectation, and this uh, this group of people are not meeting that expectation. So we're going to. It, it's similar to lowering the bar. It 
right? We're changing it. Basically, yeah, we're, cha- we're changing the we, objective. Yeah, we're changing. We, yeah. we, we are going to change the objective to meet your willingness mm-hmm. or yes. your ability. Yeah, moving the goalpost. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because it's like, hey, we're all playing by the same rules. But and, now we're not. And now we're. <laughs> now you're changing them. What are we doing? Here? Yes. Yep. Yep. So this next one was new to me. I have not heard it before. It's never been used in my company that I know of. Mm-hmm. Tiger team. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to suggest that this uh, came from, it's a derivative of Tiger Mom. And the Tiger team is the team of people that is up your ass <laughs> on the project that they're spearheading. And they want you to care about it as much as they do. It's probably a group of three or four mid-level managers that are, are managing this particular project. And they're acting like, this is our this is our time to shine. Carpe diem. Mm-hmm. Like, like freaking let's go. Yeah. And everyone's like... Yeah, it's just a it's just a memo, dude. <laughs> right? Yeah, you're pretty much spot on. It's okay. a it's a team. Yeah, a team of people who are brought in to solve a particular problem or make sure something gets finished on time and and whatnot. So yeah, basically that's another term for micromanaging. Yes. So let's yeah. just call it what it is. Yep. Yep. All right, and last but not least, thought shower. <laughs> I don't think you should be talking about showering with people in your office. Right? Like, hey, you. Hey, Liz. Um, Join after, me for a thought shower after sh- after the show. You want to go upstairs for a thought shower? No, no, no nothing sexual. About, you know, just I just want to share some ideas. I just want to shower you with my thoughts. Ew. <laughs> um, a thought shower. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's uh, like um, a brainstorm completely. Session. A thousand percent, that is a term that is more thoughtfully known as brainstorming. And to your point, if I ever got a meeting invite and the topic of the meeting was a thought shower, I'd be forwarding that shit to HR. Yeah, yeah. And especially if you were like, this dude asked me to blow his, his thoughts all over me. <laughs> Ew, I told you not to put your, get your thoughts in my hair. <laughs> <laughs> we just went rated X on oh the show. Oh my god! All right, so Rick, that's uh, that's my list of terms. You did excellent. I did pretty good. You did, you did, but not so good that I'd be afraid that you, you know, I'm glad that you've left a lot of that jargon behind. Oh yeah, you know, it can be. I, I find myself using it like without even thinking about mm. it because it's my everyday. Yeah, it's it's your thing, but you can mm-hmm. be you can be a change agent. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that is not a bullshit term. That is a real thing. Yes. You can, you can affect change by being that change. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what we try to do on the show, right? By we calling do. out this stuff. Yeah. And, and people can call us out. Mm-hmm. Brett, Tom, thank you. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. But also the other, who are who, Mark and Mark uh, and Kim. Mark and Kim. They mm-hmm. were, uh, yeah. Okay. So uh, let's go back and forth on a couple of yeah. the, the terms that. We hear today, mm-hmm. I got one that's really grinding my gears. Yes. I listen to sports radio. Mm-hmm. That's my thing. I listen to podcasts and I listen to sports radio when things are happening. And um, I am so sick of the advertising geared towards the demo of sports radio, which is... Middle-aged men. Middle-aged men. I'm right in it. Okay. And you would think that we're freaking Neanderthals <laughs> that... Only care about our dicks. Yes, or hair loss. Yes, or our waistline. Mm-hmm. And um, anytime an ad starts with, hey, guys, you know, it's followed by 
Do you have a limp penis? <laughs> we can fix that. Come on in, Dr. So-and-so, right? Okay, I don't need to hear about someone's... I'm sorry that that's happening to mm-hmm. you. It, this is this is not something I, I need to be hearing right now. Mm-hmm. I want to get back to the hot take on the sports. What are the Pats doing in this offseason? Are we going to get rid of our offensive coordinators? I sure hope so. You know, But let's talk about someone's limp tick right now. <laughs> <laughs> then the other one, and usually this, it ramps up around Valentine's Day. It's usually a woman. Hey, no, you do it. Oh. You, do, you do it this time. Hey guys! Oh yo! Ooh. <laughs> yes. Then you're gonna tell me how much your girlfriend is gonna love mm. this new. First of all, there's words that I just feel like are just skeevy. Yes. Um, Teddy. Ew. I, don't, I don't like that. That's like for whores. Yeah. It should be like lingerie. Yeah. <laughs> yes. What woman says? Ah, you know. Hey, hey, lady. Uh, you you want to hook up? No, not really. Hey, I bought you a teddy. Oh my god. Let's go. <laughs> like, does that is that is that the bait? Is that the lure? No. I mean, I've been married for 20 years. Yeah, too, I know. So I know. Like, but... I brought the wrong people to have this conversation. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just I hate it. Hey guys. <laughs> uh, uh, okay, you got one? All right. So I went more the word root, mm-hmm. and these there are words that I'm just totally sick of hearing. Yeah. And one is adulting. Yes. Because the only people that use that word are at they're technically adults. They might be young adults, but they are adults. They can drive. They can vote. They can drink. They have jobs. They're contributing to Social Security. I am sorry if leaving your mommy and daddy's nest was so painful for you that you having to pay for your own car insurance is considered adulting. Look, I'm a little bit on the immature side, right? Me too. <laughs> um, I wouldn't. I think saying a man child is, is a little degrading and not fair uh, because I do take my responsibilities in life seriously. Hmm. Um, I get it. Like, yeah, I want to be a kid at heart. Like, 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 for example, earlier in the show, I saw horses and yes. my reaction was, oh, horses. Childlike. Like, yeah. that was kind of like, I don't, yeah. I, don't I, I think, you know, life is full of experiences. Mm-hmm. Some are good, some are bad when they're good. Sometimes, but when I have to like, oh, it's tax season. Right. Oh, I, I don't <laughs> want to do this adulting right now. Dude. I mean. Sack up or nut exactly. up. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Here's one. No worries. I use that way too often. Yeah, stop doing that. Liz. I know. Stop doing it. It's true because it almost diminishes the effort that you made for what if someone's thanking you for something, right? You obviously did something for them. If you're like, oh, no worries, it kind of diminishes like the effort that you played in whatever it was they're thanking you for. And it's very dismissive, I think. Right. Like, um, I was out having breakfast mm-hmm. with uh, Jamie Nicholson playing bass for mm-hmm. Smear Campaign. We were talking about our show. If you were one of the lucky 70 that got tickets <laughs> in a timely fashion, which in this case was less than 24 hours. Right. There's a callback and a little pat on the back for us, Liz. <laughs> we were kind of having a little uh, lunch, I mean, a little breakfast meeting, like talking about the show and talking about the the songs, that the playlist, and talking about the arrangements and, and uh, how we're going to present yep. together. And, uh, you know, I need to touch up on my coffee. Lady's walking by. I said, hi, can I get some more coffee? She comes back. She pours the coffee. I say, thank you. She says, no worries. And I thought to myself, I fucking hope not. I'm paying you. <laughs> this is your job. <laughs> right? No worries. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, yeah. Because it. it's, no, you just, you're welcome. Yes. You're welcome is good. You got any more? I do. I have, uh, I have one more. Metaverse. So... The metaverse isn't 
a real place, people. Yeah. And I watch a lot of bad reality television um, on Bravo. Mm-hmm. And in one of the shows I watch, there's a young lady. If I had to guess, she's probably like between 23 and 25 or something like that. And her name flashes up on the screen with her job title. Her job title is Metaverse Entrepreneur. I don't know, are you building a fake business in a fake world? And I don't know how that pays your bills. I do know that my son is a big fan of Minecraft and he builds a lot of cool things in Minecraft. So I perhaps he's a Minecraft entrepreneur as well. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but it's not a place. Stop using it. I fucking hate the word. (laughs) Now, I I will first say I am 100% in agreement with Mm -hmm. you. I am also going to make a projection. This conversation won't age well. No, it won't. In, in three years, we're all going to be in the metaverse. I know. I'll have my avatar. We'll be sitting here with avatars recording yes, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right? it'll be two holograms just yes. talking to each other. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you gotta you gotta roll with it. I mean, there's nothing you can do to change. I know. It's a progress. runaway train. Yes. Uh, okay, my last one is: you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Mm. You know what? If we have not already pussified the last couple generations this is going to lower the bar even more yeah. uh when my, i never said that to my kids i've always said uh, no yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy word we're talking yes. about say, you know the art of writing yep. is say say more with less you get what you get and you don't get upset that's <laughs> 10 words that's a lot of words i can take 9 of them out no mhm uh, yeah. i'm sorry if they want to have a conversation this is what we'll do. Say no to me. No. No, oh, no. I say, say, say uh, can, I, can I have some of that boost oxygen? <laughs> can I have some of that boost oxygen? No. Why not? Because I said so. But that's not a reason. Liz, did you ask me a question? Yes. Did I give you an answer? Yes. Then this conversation's <laughs> over. Now go make your bed. Or, and then you give them yes. a directive. That's yeah. how it works. I know. Be a fucking parent. I like to use, if they're pushing it, I like to use asked and answered. Asked and answered. Asked and answered. You just you just <laughs> upstaged me. That's even better. Asked and answered. That mm-hmm. is a quicker way to arrive. Mm-hmm. I think the first time, the first reference iteration of this, you can go my way. Yes. Did you ask me a question? Did, did I give you an answer? Mm-hmm. Okay. The second time we play this charade, Yes, yeah. then I go to yeah. asked and answered, and they're like, fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be the most annoying thing the next generation of kids is going to say. Like, for our generation, the Generation X, because I said so, mm-hmm. was the thing that yes. annoyed us, right? Yes. Every parent mm-hmm. said it. But now I'm hearing, you get what you get, and you don't get upset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Because they're, they're going to be upset yeah. if they're not getting what they want. Yeah. So take that off the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let, let them feel that yes. emotion. Yes. Process it. Yeah. Live with it. Deal with it. <laughs> All right. Do you have any more? Or we, no, uh, we're good. Okay. So I guess I guess we're done with the show. That went by fast. It did. Yeah. But that's what happens when you're having fun. Agreed. All right. So we just help people, um, you know, get through another uh, load of laundry mm-hmm. or uh, what else? You know, the grocery Making shopping. Dinner, yeah. yeah. Carpooling. Carpooling. No. No, not with, no. Not with children. No. No, we <laughs> no. talked about. Thought showers. Blowing <laughs> thoughts in your hair. <laughs> All right, well, Scuttlebuds, thank you guys, as always, for listening. I would promote our live show, but oh, too late, sold out. Um, But please hit us up with your feedback, grievances, whatnot, on smalltownscuttlebutt.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at smalltownscuttlebutt and on Twitter at Scuttle Rebuttal. Thank you guys for listening. 
Delivering a weekly podcast takes time and money. We make the time, and we need to make the money, too. That's where our sponsors come in. If you like the show, please lend your support to the businesses that support us. Park Street Books, Perez Martial Arts, APC Pest and Termite Control, Mario's Lawn Care, Royal Pizza, Smear Campaign, Larkin's Wine and Spirits, and Mike Page Studios.